The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Gather round. It's time for your real estate chalk talk with the Hitner Group at Coldwell Banker Burnett. Listen closely as your coaches discuss the culture, the economy, and the political scene, and how it affects your home and your real estate investments. Real Estate Chalk Talk is where you learn the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Your education begins in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Real Estate Chalk Talk. Hitnergroup.com is our website, Hitnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group.com. I'm Keith Hitner, Jr., seniors out today. And, of course, Calvin is with us every week. Calvin Kamick. How are you? 651-231-2500 is Calvin's phone number. And the best website to get a hold of Calvin, it rotates. So what is it this week? MySmarterMortgage.com. It's always the same. MySmarterMortgage.com to get those guys online. They are the premier lender in the state of Minnesota and beyond. In the world. In the world. Probably. On the globe, on planet globe. Earth. Big deal. I'm one of you're, handful. You're, you're the best there is, I'm for the sure. Best. You're the All best right. there is. So so senior's not here, so... Yep, you, condolences to uh, to to him and Sheila and, and their family. They lost uh, Bill, who was the, Sheila's father, great man, and uh, so our condolences to them. So mm-hmm. we'll be with them and uh, uh, sending our love for sure. So... Let's talk about the show. What about, are we going to talk about? Talk about the show. Um, this past week had some interesting things happen in the in the real estate biz. Yep. So um, always fun to chat about things that are actually going down on the streets. So, so touch on one thing. We had a conversation yesterday on a deal that kind of fell apart. Talk yeah. about uh, final walkthroughs and without inspection on the property. Yeah, final so, walkthrough. Well, we'll walk just touch on that. yeah, touch on this case in particular. So, um, first time home buyer buying his first property, city of Egan. Mm-hmm. Egan is. Anything between, you know, un- under four hundred thousand dollars, if it's priced well, and is in good condition, it's going to fly. And in this case, it was a multiple offer situation. Of course, we're dealing with a lot of multiple offer situations right now. Uh, we could spend time on that and just chatting about how you can possibly win. But here, one of the things that this buyer decided to do during the transaction was to just forego the home inspection. Okay. Uh, the house was pretty cut and dried, let's say, had been remodeled. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mechanically, it was all brand new. The windows had been replaced. The roof okay. had been replaced. The siding had been replaced. The basement was completely unfinished, so you could see everything exposed. Uh, he was like, what am I going to inspect, really? I mean, we right. were in the house. We looked, so he for, uh, forego or foregone or forewent or decided against <laughs> having a home <laughs> inspection. I don't know what word to use. Having a home inspection. Okay. And uh, we have great inspectors that we work with on a regular basis, and they do a great job. But in this case, he just didn't want to have one. He wants to spend the money, I think, is what it boiled down to. And does it make the offer a little stronger, too? Because the seller doesn't have to deal with it. Yeah, and good point. And it would, if we're talking multiple offers and how you can set Mm -hmm. yourself apart, uh, an inspection, if you're comfortable with the condition up front, is one way to do that. However, he had an inspection contingency in play in the contract. We did win in multiple offers. Um, anyhow, bottom line, we were supposed to close this house last week, and it did not close. Okay. Not due to a financing issue, nothing right. that you guys did. Right. Um, but we did a final walkthrough, which we'll do on every transaction. Yep. And 
we did the final walkthrough 30 minutes before closing, showed up to the property. It was already vacant okay. before. Nobody had lived there. Um, and there was water in the basement. Like a like damp or water? Like water. And oh. um, so... <laughs> <laughs> like water. Like water. Like water. Uh, water. We had an issue halfway through this transaction okay. where the sump pump had backed up. And so we reached out to the other side and... Uh, we were in the property at some point checking on it, and uh, there was literally standing water in the basement. The sump pump had failed. Uh, okay. It was a new sump pump. Mm-hmm. An electrical issue had caused the sump pump to back up. Okay. So this year we had bad water, right? So we were suggesting people. We, we were writing blogs. We were connecting with our past clients, uh, existing clients, existing sellers. Keep an eye on your basements bail water away from the foundations, you know, do all this stuff when the snow was melting. So they had drain tile put in this house, brand new system. Okay. The pump failed due to a a, a plumbing line burst. It wasn't sealed properly on installation, and it Mm -hmm. caused the GFCI to trip, and then the pump didn't work anymore. Okay. So we... Same thing happened again then? No, we had that resolved, and that was the front drain tile system. This was the back. And so now we have an issue, and how do we mm-hmm. handle this issue is the biggest the biggest problem that you have to deal with in a, in a transaction mm-hmm. like this. So, so how did you deal with it? Well, we're buying the house for, um, you know, it's it's, it's a two hundred and I think it's two seventy five or two eighty somewhere in that neck of the woods, and the sellers are not contributing any closing costs to the buyer at all. The first inkling is to take money from the seller, put it in an escrow account, mm-hmm. and hold that money and then make the repair later. Right. But for some reason, you guys don't like to do that. No. Nope. Why? If the work can be done now, they want the work done now. Yeah. So so I think that when you bring that up to the lender, they're probably considering they don't mm-hmm. want to be lending on a property that has work that right. needs to be done or yeah, correct. whatever yep. that may so be. So if it can be handled, they want it handled prior to... So they just don't have the issues going forward. Yeah, and a lot of times if we have uh, weather-related issues... Then we can. Then we can. Well, in this case, they don't want to escrow. Mm -hmm. And so we instead uh, have a closing cost concession to the buyer. Okay. And then that directly offsets any cash that the buyer would... So it frees up cash for the buyer. Frees up cash for the buyer. Handle it. We still get the bids done. And so we see what the repair is going to entail. Okay. And so we know how much money is what, there. What that cost? Be... To, so you're going to redo half the basement. Basically, on the... okay. yeah, we're going to have to put in new drain tile system and on that rear rear portion of the house, and the the bid is going to be between four and five thousand dollars. Okay, something like that to take care of. So I mean, it could have been really bad. Mm-hmm. The in this case, our buyer uh, they have a house till June 10th. They have they're in their apartment, mm-hmm. so they don't have to leave next day. But can you imagine if they were? You know, trying to move the next day, had the moving trucks all yep. lined up. It, it could have been really bad. No kidding. It could have been really bad. Good job resolving that. So do your final walkthrough. Yeah. Now, why do you do it so close? To, so there's, so my, in my thought, I'm like, well, if you have gone a couple of days earlier, you have found it potentially. Sure. But so why do you do it so close to closing? Yeah. So like I said earlier, we were through that property yep. during that time frame. So we do, we'll, we will check in. Mm-hmm. with the homeowner in advance. So let's say we have a home inspection on the property and there's five things we want to be repaired. And we'll check in as we're going. Have you done this? Have you done that? Send me the invoice for this. Send me the invoice for that. Mm-hmm. Great. So then we're verifying that these things are taken care of prior to closing. So we're not showing up at the final walkthrough 
Okay. The final walkthrough, we want to do final, final walkthrough. So you're just doing a quick walkthrough. Yep, we, it all looks good. Exactly. So we still out. want to do a final walkthrough. However, we are verifying that these things were repaired or taken care of mm-hmm. during that process. So we'll always do one just before. Okay. And also, if folks are moving out of the house mm-hmm. and they bang up the walls real bad or they take something they weren't supposed to take, like right. the refrigerator or whatever that may be, we want to go through one more time prior to just closing. Right before closing. Just to make sure. And sometimes things, things happen. Up. Things come so up. So you just push the closing back now. We'll yeah, we're going to have to push Wednesday the closing. There are like requirements. Yep. Um, some some folks don't know there are requirements yep. for disclosures, right? Yep. Know before you owe three days prior to close. You have to have all your final numbers. So that's a regulation. Yep. We need to get Can't the buyers their numbers. So things are going to change a little bit mm-hmm. in terms of their numbers. Their numbers will improve. Um, right. We're actually going to reduce interest rate a little bit. Oh, nice. So that's going to help out, which requires the redisclosure and all mm-hmm. that. So we'll push closing a little bit. And thankfully, uh, they still have a place to, place no to stay. You talked earlier about um, multiple offers. Talk about you, this past week, you, we had a couple people back out yeah. after they won. Like, I win. Yeah. Hooray, hooray, great. but then I get out. So yeah, touch great on point. that. What do you see? I think that in a multiple offer market environment like mm-hmm. we're in right now, and if you're trying to find a house, give us a call, 612-627-8000, or log on to hitnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group.com. You're listening to Real Estate Chalk Talk. Happy to talk about your situation. Um, multiple offers are people get in like this frenzy, right. and they want to win in the multiple offer situation, which is great, but yep. you better love the house. Mm-hmm. and stick with it. So we have a lot of people that give pause after they win maybe yep. or even during the process. So we had a listing this past week, multiple offers on the property. We had a buyer bail during the multiple offer situation. So they just they sent us the offer. They got excited. And then before we even presented, said, you know what? We're going to pull our offer. And they just, uh, they, they're, they're worried about competing. They don't want to pay too much and et cetera. So they bailed. Okay. We also had a buyer that we were working with we got a home in a multiple offer situation and that buyer backed out. Hmm. Um, How did they back out? They cited some financial reasons that that, uh, were an issue for them so they couldn't proceed. But I think what happens in this market is that people get a little overexcited about the process. Uh, They realize there's not much available to them. And so they're making decisions that maybe they wouldn't otherwise make Mm -hmm. if they had more options. And so they get uneasy about it. So happy to talk about your situation. This is Real Estate Chalk Talk. We're going to head out to break here. Give us a call at 612-627-8000 or always log on to hitnergroup.com and connect with us online, hitnergroup.com, and we'll be right back. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue, oh. 